this is a podcast about the replicability of the project LiveDigit in other carbon markets. I'm Albert Ferrari from FSR Climate, and today I have the pleasure to welcome Professor Duan Maosheng, Director of the China Carbon Market Center of the Tsinghua University. We are here to discuss the replicability of the project that we manage at FSR Climate. The project LiveDigit is co-financed by the European Union Life Programme. It supports the European Commission and the Member States in deepening international cooperation on emissions training with five other ETS regulators. For more information, please look at the description. Duan is working on carbon markets since 2000 and is a member of the Chinese climate delegation. He has been extensively involved in the design and operation of China's carbon markets, including both the pilot ETSs as well as the upcoming national emission trading system. Here at FSR Climate is involved directly in the project LiveDigit, and we think it could be very relevant to consider a replication of the project in China. Duan, welcome and thank you for taking the time to speak to me today. According to you, what is the contribution of the project LiveDigit in deepening international cooperation on emissions trading? And how could the project be extended beyond the current horizon? Yeah, I think, I mean, we know that emissions trading is a market-based uh, policy instrument that could help countries uh, achieve their mitigation targets at uh, lower cost. And this, in turn, could facilitate countries to enhance their mitigation targets. Therefore, expanding the use of emissions trading internationally is crucial for achieving the Paris target. Uh, currently, quite uh, a few emissions trading systems are in uh, operation and uh, rich experiences and lessons uh, have been learned in the design and uh, operation. It should be noted that uh, those systems are very different uh, from each other in many aspects, such as uh, legal basis, coverage, cap setting, allocation approaches, monitoring, reporting, verification of emissions, offsetting compliance, and many aspects. And there are reasons behind the specific designs of each uh, system. So the diversified design of uh, current systems are good for the expansion of the ETS instrument due to the availability of experiences and lessons that may be applicable to other jurisdictions with different uh, situations. The development of a emissions trading system is not a simple process of copying and pasting the design of other systems. So understanding the reasons behind the special design of each system is crucial for uh, informed and thus correct decision making of another uh, jurisdiction considering ETS. And this is also true for some uh, jurisdictions to assess the performance of uh, and the correspondingly improve the design of their existing systems. So to achieve uh, such target, it, it's necessary that our regulators of existing systems uh, sit together and exchange views with each other in a very uh, candid way regarding key issues in the system design and operation. It is important that uh, uh, such discussions will not only touch upon experiences that have, have been gained, but also lessons have been learned. In some sense, exposing the lessons that have been learned is more important than, or at, at least as important as the experiences we have 
uh, learned, and uh, this could help others avoid repeating the same or similar mistakes. And this will also facilitate the dissemination of ETS at the uh, global level. So this is, uh, if we are going, uh, this uh, project aims to facilitate enhanced uh, international carbon market cooperation through various means. You have mentioned, including, for example, conducting high-level policy dialogue, providing main target audience with useful information and capacity building, and creating an international network of experts. All those activities are addressing the key challenges and issues or issues facing the expansion of ETS in the world. And I believe it will contribute actively to deepen international cooperation on emissions trading. And if we are going to extend the project beyond, beyond its current uh, horizon, maybe we could have more focused and in-depth discussions uh, dedicated to some specific challenges facing uh, jurisdictions that are currently developing or considering ETS and provide them with possible options for addressing their challenges. And in this process, I think we should be in close consultation with major stakeholders in those jurisdictions. We should go beyond the stage at which those with real ETS design and operation experiences teach and others considering ETS listen. And I think we should move to a more interactive process. The challenge facing different systems could be very uh, different. So the design of each activity on awareness, raising capacity building, exchange of views should be more issue and all uh, region or jurisdiction oriented. I mean, I think the, the, the format should really serve the purpose. Thank you. Yes, it's uh, true that we should strengthen international cooperation on climate policies. Today, we see a momentum in Asia, given the recent pledges for carbon neutrality in China, but also in Japan and South Korea. While we recently, uh, this, while we recently heard Vietnam that is planning to create an ETS. So, what do you think are the main challenges for linking the Chinese ETS with other carbon markets? Yeah, thank you for the uh, question. You know, currently, uh, China is, a, is at the final stage of constructing our national emissions trading system. And uh, we are hoping that uh, the system will start a real operation as soon as possible. So at this stage and in the near future, the top priority for China with regard to its uh, national EPS is try to avoid uh, any possible significant flaws in our system design and or and the system and the significant mistakes or risks risks in system operation we know that it is not possible to avoid all mistakes or, or risks even similar mistakes were made by others in the past and uh, sometimes i think it is a pity that well we have to learn the lessons ourselves therefore i think close attention should be paid to the quick identification and addressing of any uh, possible mistake or risks in, the, in our system design and operation and make uh, adjustments uh, or improvement accordingly. So for different uh, emissions trading systems to be linked, many challenges uh, need to be addressed. 
And uh, this is also true for the possible linking of uh, China's ETS with other systems. There are many uh, core elements in uh, emissions trading system design and for different systems to, to be linked, there are elements that to be made identical, for example, rules on offsetting, compliance, uh, carryover, uh, and borrowing and market uh, intervention. And some elements do not need to be identical, but they will affect uh, significantly the interests of market participants in different systems and thus will affect the willingness for linking, for example, emissions cap setting and allocation rules. So for the possible uh, linking of China's national ETS with other systems, there are also many challenges uh, ranging from legal, political, and technical aspects. For the uh, political aspect, linking is not an issue on, I mean, first, uh, linking is not an issue on the priority list and uh, assessment, uh, a second main assessment of mitigation ambition of relevant systems could be very difficult. Uh, I mean, we know that uh, uh, ambition will affect uh, significantly the, the interest to link different systems. And I mean, this is especially true when we consider that all the overall mitigation target in China and other in other jurisdictions in, in, in Asia could be different. For example, in China, we have uh, in, in other in China we have an uh, intensity-based uh, mitigation target, and in some uh, jurisdictions maybe they have absolute emissions control target. This is uh, one issue. And uh, in addition, I mean, how to achieve the full benefits of linking while ensuring the governing power of relevant power uh, relevant system is also a very, very difficult uh, issue. So this is a, a political aspect. From the uh, technical aspect, uh, the design of China's national ETS is uh, quite unique in many aspects due to the need to uh, coordinate with many other policies, for example, the power sector reform. Although linking uh, China's national ETS with other systems are is not uh, possible in the near future, but we could start uh, some discussions on issues and the challenges related to the uh, possible future linking. I mean, such uh, discussions could facilitate could facilitate a shared understanding of the underlying issues, and this will be a precondition for any future linking talk. And uh, there are. Uh, different types of uh, linking and maybe we should uh, uh, at the very initial stage reduce our ambition and aim at restrict the linking uh, at the beginning yeah thank you then what are the perspective of china's role in supporting the development and cooperation of carbon markets in asia but also of course in the world Yes, uh, thank you for, for the question. And as, as I said before, the priority for China at this stage and in the very near future uh, is to improve gradually the design of China's own carbon market. So linking is not uh, the, the top priority. Uh, but we will be very glad to see that ETS as an important mitigation instrument will be utilized in more uh, efficient countries uh, across the 
the, the whole globe. I mean, we are and we are very willing to provide assistance to facilitate this uh, process. I mean, what we can do uh, in terms of regional cooperation could include, for example, uh, awareness raising, capacity building, and uh, or even uh, technical assistance. So China has uh, gained uh, rich experiences in terms of ETS design and uh, operation. And you know that our pilot system started operation as early as 2013, and our national system is expected to start operation in the near future. So given the very similar culture and policy circumstances, so maybe China's experiences and lessons are more relevant and useful for Asian countries. And I know that there are already some exchanges between China and other Asian countries regarding ETS design. I'll stop here, thank you. And to conclude, if a project similar to LiveDigit were to be developed in China to foster carbon market integration and development, which ETS is an research topic would you prioritize in the scope? Yeah, thank you for the uh, question. So we know currently there are only a limited number of emission trading systems in operation or are expected to start operation in the very near future in, in uh, Asia, especially at the national level. To, to integrate a different carbon market in, in Asia, we should focus at the very initial stage on the uh, possible cooperation between different national carbon markets. There are many issues or challenges that need to be addressed before carbon markets in different countries could be linked. And one key principle we should follow in the process of linking different markets is the avoidance of double counting, or in simple words, one emission credit cannot be used by two or more than two countries to achieve their mitigation targets. This is one of the uh, key principles enshrined in the uh, Paris Agreement. To ensure this principle is implemented in uh, practice, if there will be transactions of carbon credits between different uh, carbon, market, carbon markets, it is necessary to adjust uh, the emissions of relevant uh, countries that will be used uh, for the purpose of assessing whether they have achieved their NDC targets in accordance with the rules uh, agreed and the uh, Paris Agreement. So this will need an uh, agreement uh, between different national climate authorities, which are usually also the emissions trading system authorities of the national uh, carbon market. And if we are going to uh, talk the possibility of linking a sub-national carbon market, so the process of reaching such agreement will be much more uh, complicated as both the national climate authorities and the sub-national ETS authorities will need to be involved in this uh, process. So with regard to the research uh, topics, it is essential that well, we will cover all issues that will affect uh, significantly the linking of different carbon markets, especially those that will hinder such a process, including, for example, legal, political, and technical ones. The starting point should be to understand 
the characteristics of each system's design. And the major differences between different uh, system uh, between different systems regarding legal and all major building. What is even more important is to learn the uh, underlying reasons of different designs from uh, various uh, aspects. For example, uh, from uh, culture, policy, tradition, governance, structure, technical capacity, awareness aspects. And I think the purpose is that well, we, we need to try to identify possible ways to address the uh, significant challenges for carbon market integration brought by the differences. So linking different carbon markets should be a major a joint process involving all major stakeholders of all concerned uh, carbon markets. And uh, I think that will be a, a long process and uh, but a shared understanding of the relevant issues should be the first step of a possible uh, successful future uh, linking so thank you for the question and i, I guess I will, I will stop here very interesting really thank you so much for this insightful conversation it's uh, very important and we look forward to of course continuing the collaboration and discussion within the Carbon Market Policy Dialogue. Thank you, Duan. Okay, thank you. Thank you, my pleasure to, to be part of the process.